0: Eyes the clock. Get into his action
2: here momentarily.
0: Fires in and out and back in again.
2: Wow, that's a big hoop.
0: You're listening to BeckQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gilio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BeckQL.
1: Welcome back, BeckQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Monday. Ton of reaction here Championship Weekend. We look ahead to Super Bowl 56. Lightning bets coming up in about 20 minutes. Let's dive into the NBA card tonight, as the NBA will have some good games tonight. Uh, We did get some news here, though, just minutes ago, that Joel Embiid will be out tonight, rest. So he is not playing in what was, uh, for my money, the marquee game of the night in the NBA, the Grizzlies traveling to Philadelphia to take on the Sixers. Uh, The number has been, I guess, reposted. It was locked for a couple minutes back on FanDuel. It is Grizzlies now three-point favorites over the Sixers tonight. Without Embiid, uh, total in the game, 217. And, I mean, that game was fun for a couple of reasons. One, we have two MVP candidates. They were going to go back and forth in this game. Embiid hadn't missed the game, I believe, which is always my biggest knock on him, guys, is he just doesn't play enough to win MVP. He misses too much time. He's been healthy. He hasn't missed the game since, I believe, the beginning or middle of December, when they played in Memphis against the Grizzlies, he missed that game. And now, ironically, tonight he will be out again with rest tonight for Joel Embiid. So he will not play. Grizzlies minus three is the play. Uh, quickly, before we go to this game or any other games we want to hit on, current NBA MVP odds at FanDuel Sportsbook. Embiid is your favorite at plus 240. Jokic plus 320. Giannis plus 380. Curry plus 440. And there's John Morant 12 to 1. I'm interested to see how tonight shifts these. Every night there's been tiny shifts. As a player, as a big game or, or not such a big game, MB's been having a lot of big games lately. I wonder if, let's say, MB, obviously, MB's not playing tonight. Memphis goes into Philadelphia, jaw drops 35, they win. Is he climbing to, to under 10 to 1 or around 10 to 1?
0: No. You think it's just First off, Your team sucks. For your money, I mean, this clearly was. I know you said for your money because you're a local guy, but it was the marquee matchup of the night. And. Yeah. We're coming back from the break, and Joe G's like, oh, by the way, Embiid's out. I had four props that I was looking at with Embiid.
1: That oh, no. I, was
0: looking to, I was looking to go against them. And here's the other part of it, too. Um, if you take a look, I'm sure you're aware of this. Centers against Embiid the last few weeks, dominating big numbers. If you play those overs, you've been doing very well. So now Embiid's not on the court at all. Like I was thinking, oh, am I going to take a look at Stephen Adams, uh, some of these numbers? So now, now I'm kind of lost. Now I'm trying to figure out what to do. All right. So let's play this out. So you have Embiid off the court. Joe G, do you know which player on the Sixers has the highest usage with Embiid off the court?
1: I uh, guess Maxi or Harris.
0: Maxi by a mile. Maxi's usage is 36 percent. The next highest within beat off the court is Drummond at 22 point8 percent. so that's it's wow. that's, that's a pretty big leap. And if you look at Maxi's numbers per 36 minutes, 17 and a half points, 13 rebounds per 36 and over four assists. Wow, wow. Drummond per 36. <laughs> How much run is Drummond getting right now?
1: Per game, not that. Yeah. Much.
0: Okay, because I was gonna say, um, how how much will he get tonight though?
1: Yeah, well he could get a bunch tonight. So he's averaging this season, Andre Drummond, eighteen per eighteen minutes a game.
0: Okay, because per thirty six, when he beats off the court, he's averaging twenty two rebounds.
1: Yeah, I mean he averages eight. He averages almost nine in eighteen minutes. I mean okay. the guy just gobbles up rebounds. I mean, that's he's always done that, but he certainly does it here so it definitely does take something out of the game tonight the other part of this game to focus on or look at and aaron we mentioned this a few weeks ago jaron jackson for the uh memphis grizzlies their their young young big man we, we threw out the idea what was it was it two weeks ago i think around that it was right?
2: last week i think
1: okay last week uh that he was 46 to one to win defensive player of the year because he had been having some great games and kind of a an interesting combination of of rebounds and blocks and steals He's down a twelve yeah. to one at FanDuel. So the only people ahead of him: Draymond plus one twenty-five, Gobert plus one ninety, Giannis seven to one, and then there's Jaron Jackson twelve to one.
2: That's crazy. I know. I think like a month ago he was what like three hundred to one or something. He
0: they usually don't post po- that high, but at least there uh, are options. Like are yeah, the highest they'll go is like two forty
2: 200. to
1: one is F- FanDuel's. the the biggest number listed um guys like paul george and donovan mitchell jalen brown 240 to one
2: but so he's made a big
1: jump
0: yeah you can't bet it now you can't
2: do you think i was thinking this not because we all have Draymond green too
1: right right but he's been banged up that's (laughs) the reason why these some of these awards are now interesting is because it's been injuries right durant went out draymond's been banged up Curry hasn't been as good, though he played well a couple nights ago. There's some in- intrigue now because of of injuries over the long season.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I, it's tough to say. I did see early on in the season there were there were some stories by NBA columnists saying that Draymond was the Defensive Player of the Year at that point. Gobert's always at some point in play. I mean, mm-hmm. and and for that award, they don't mind giving it to the same guy again and again and again. They don't care. It's not like the MVP. There's no fatigue, so I the, the competition is going to be tough. At at one point, there was a push for Giannis. I don't know if he's in that conversation right now, but Jackson would have to jump a lot of people. There's plenty of time to do so, and he's certainly getting that push right now. And Memphis is getting that push. Um, can't see we've had this debate a, a million times, and it's going to be curious how they handle it. Is Jaw still in most improved player? Is he in that category, or is he viewed as top five, top six player in the NBA? Like you can't be the most improved. That's for a much lower tier.
1: I don't so know how the voters favorite. are going to do it. He's pretty yeah. overwhelming favorite now. It's John ja Morant minus two forty for most improved on Fanduel. Bridges right. is next. Miles Bridges plus seven fifty. It's a pretty big mm-hmm. gap.
0: God, brutal. I wonder any players if players ever so won both. Hmm. I would think not. Well, we've seen in football, we've seen MVP and Offensive Player of the Year win both. It's happened before, but it's also right. a little different because you don't have th- that quarterback position. There isn't that one position in the NBA that's viewed as so much more valuable.
1: It's interesting. It just feels like something you shouldn't be able to win both. Um, Agree. I'm going through the names now. Just quickly, I don't think this has happened. Giannis didn't win an MVP in 2017. I was looking at the best players to win this award. Like Giannis won one. That was 2016-17. He wasn't the MVP yet then. You go back through some of the names here. Unless I missed a Ronnie Sykley or Scott Skiles MVP award. I don't think so.
0: Yeah. I don't think they will.
1: No, I don't think this ever happened.
0: But is it going to be, if he's not the MVP, we're giving him something. jaw we're giving him something. So right. could he get the most improved player because of that?
1: Yeah, it's just interesting. Like, Let's say he continues to rise in the MVP race, right? Let's say he makes a big charge to the top. Do they just not vote him most in, most improved player? Like that would make him even more the most improved player, right? Like if he plays at that level. The, the gap should, in theory, widen between him and Bridges. But yeah. Yeah, also I'm not sure if it's the same people that vote for both awards, like to, to kind of conceptualize like, hey, I'm voting him here, but not here. If it's different groups of voters, they might just say, this is my vote. I'm going to vote him for this.
0: We could see a changing of the guard with the vote, with that specific award where maybe they are raising the level of the type of player they vote for. Last year was Julius Randle, and he was already an established player, right? Right. It's usually somebody that comes out of nowhere, and then they're suddenly averaging 20 points per game, and they were never there before. Now, Randle was established, but he was also in that New York media market. So maybe they're going to start to change. Maybe they're going to raise the level of that. Because it used to be a player that you heard of – but then they made that big leap.
2: But it's so Jow, I was, was
0: borderline star last year.
2: I was literally looking up Julius Randle stats as you brought his name up and I also saw yeah. the headline that Thibodeau is having a hard time getting him to play selflessly. Mm. So I was looking at some props for Julius Randall tonight, but now I'm like hmm, maybe a double-double guy. Yes. He, there are missed people it the last couple games though.
0: People in New York want him traded today. Things have taken a turn there.
2: But because quickly. he might be he might want to put his trade, you know, his talents on showcase tonight, you know, it's mm-hmm. like if he's getting talked about for that, maybe you wanna look at a Julius Randle double double and a Knicks win over the Raptors.
1: Yeah, so I just looked at the Giannis voting, the year he won the most improved. I think this is unprecedented what we're seeing, a player that is is the favorite to win most improved, and yet he is in the top five-ish, right, uh, of the MVP consideration. So the year Giannis, I, as, I, as I look at the list of most improved players, Giannis is the only one I think that I could even draw like some sort of MVP discussion. Like These are the names that have won it recently. Randall, Brandon Ingram, Pascal Siakam, Victor Oladipo, Giannis, McCollum, Jimmy Butler, and this was young Butler, uh, Drogic, Paul George, Ryan Anderson, Kevin Love. That's a decade now at least. The only one I, I think would have some MVP consideration in his year maybe was Giannis. So I went and looked. Giannis finished tied for seventh in MVP voting the year he won most approved player. So what what's yeah. what seems to be happening here see, is unprecedented where a guy could finish top five in MVP and win the most approved player. Yep. You have a gripe on your 100 to one miles bridge is what I'm saying. You should fight it.
0: I, I Actually, <laughs> I want to recount, recount now. Yeah, that's that's disappointing because it feels like halfway through we're change. We should be changing the way we handicap the award if 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 these numbers are accurate. Now, yeah. the sports books are taking a guess as well, and they're monitoring the same stuff we monitor. So they're assuming that it would be Ja right now.
1: Right. Um, Grizzlies now three and a half point favorite set. And anything else, jump out to anyone? Clippers, Pacers tonight. That's a dud of a game. Pelicans, Cavs. The Cavs are now seven and a half point favorites. It's amazing how much respect now the Cavs are getting.
2: Yes. I was thinking, what do you guys think about streaks when you look like the Hawks are on a seven game winning streak? The Suns are on a 10 game winning streak. I just feel like it's too late to hop on these teams now because eventually they're going to lose. You know, if you are to, oh, I'm going to ride the hot team tonight, you know, it depends. I think you're on it,
0: but it also depends how much the market has shifted were they right. going from a, a team that was getting a bunch to now it's a pick them or now <laughs> they're favored in some of these games. Like I totally they, am with you then.
2: Yeah. Well, if you're looking at betting the Hawks on the spread there, it's only minus two against the Raptors.
1: Yeah. And it's interesting because the Hawks played really poorly to start this season. If they win tonight mm-hmm. they're they basically jumped the Celtics and Raptors. They'd be into the eighth spot. Um, and I know 10 teams make it now, but yeah, the set, so, it feels like a light line, uh, only two considering how well they've played. Only two point favorites over the Raptors tonight. Mm-hmm.
2: I thought the same thing. Uh, Are you
0: guys uh, interested in Miami Boston at all? Yeah, a little bit. What's the number there?
2: Four?
1: That's a- yeah, three and a half, four. Yeah. What What am I missing? The, Who's hurt?
2: The Celtics have lost three of their last four, and, the, and Tatum put up 38 points, yep. eight boards, seven assists um, in their last game against the Pelicans.
1: So Lowry is the the guy that's out. Who's been uh, out. I'm just wondering why the Celtics are four-point favorites tonight on FanDuel.
0: Yeah, sure. The um, I think that the value says that you should probably look at Tatum Unders right now, but I'm just not interested in doing that. Because as Aaron mentioned, the 38, 38-8 and 7-2. It's like if you're looking at PRA, uh, he also had that 36, six and four last week. He had that 51.10 rebound game like four or five games ago, remember, against Washington. I just don't want to take Tatum's under at this, unders uh, right now, even though the number is could be get, getting half. out of control.
2: Yeah.
1: So, is, is let me ask you guys this. So, um, is the swing too much without Lowry? These teams played at basically full strength earlier this season in Miami. Lowry was in there. It was Heat minus six and a half. Tonight it's Boston minus four in Boston. No Lowry. That feels like a big swing. They have Hero. They have Butler. Like it's we're still talking about a team that is right near the top of the Eastern Conference. Has been there for a little while now. This isn't like
0: how. Oh, you know. Jeez, that game, and it was early in the season. How do yeah. you hold the Heat to seventy eight points? They had a nine point second quarter. I repeat, a nine point second quarter. <laughs> That's not gonna happen again. But how did that happen? My God,
1: heat nine for forty-one on road. threes. Nine for forty-one. I might have to take the points with the, with the Heat tonight. Yeah, getting four against an up and down Boston team. I mean, I understand that Lowry is a big absence. He's a, he's really good, but I don't know. I mean, my first thought I was was looked at the game was why, and then you, you figure out it's Lowry. Okay, but six and a half to four. That's that's a ten and a half point swing.
0: It is. That's uh. That is a big swing. I'm gonna be looking at at some. I think Sixers props if they ever repost them, guys. Please repost them so I can give them in lightning bets,
1: which is coming up in just a few minutes. <laughs> yes. yes. All right. So we'll have some lightning bets coming up NBA tonight, and of course, uh, who knows? Maybe, maybe once, a, maybe once a lightning bet between now and the Super Bowl. One of us will have a Super Bowl play. I'll have one today. We'll hit that next. L. Daily. It is presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Lightning bets are our favorite segment of the show next, right here on the BetQL Network.
0: These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.